0: Hi, Hello, my name is Arden Schiller, and I'm an online business coach teaching you how to customize your strategy to monetize your business and doing this while striving satisfied. So let's dive into the episode. Today I'm here with Bailey Falk, and today we're going to really dive into striving satisfied in business and kind of what that looks like. So Bailey, I'm so excited to have you here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of where you're at in business and who you are.
1: Hello, everyone, and thank you so much, Arden, for
0: having me on
1: the podcast. My name is Bailey. I'm a little bit unique in the sense that I am a business coach, but I also am a hormone health coach. So I do both businesses at the same time, but I guess backtracking a little bit, I started my business about two and a half years ago. I actually was. I know your audience is mostly all like health professionals, personal trainers. I was a personal trainer. I was doing the split shifts. I actually was at a gym, a private gym that paid me pretty well hourly, but it was just like the annoying split shifts, waking up, setting my alarm for 3.45 a.m. because I would have super early clients and then being exhausted during the day, coming home, working the late nights at the gym. So it really was like all my free time was constantly working. And I mean, being a personal trainer full time is very taxing on your energy. It's also teaching group fitness, yoga, all the things. And I actually have a screenshot in my phone where I like went on YouTube and I literally searched how to leave your 9-to-5. Although I didn't have a 9-to-5, but I was trying to, you know, you get the point. I was trying to figure out how to have a business. And I first started off having a health blog. And then I realized I hate writing, like long, long things. And making a blog takes a long time to monetize. So then I got into the coaching realm. I started taking clients on the side, started off with like your generic, health and fitness coaching, um, but in my own health, I guess my own health story, like I dealt with a lot of hormone issues, PCOS, endometriosis, acne, so then I really niched into the hormone niche once I feel like I had a really good grasp on my hormone, so then I did the hormone health coaching, once I felt like I was at a really good, stable, successful point, has like have made six figures and everything with that, then I really wanted to start helping women specifically, so sorry men listening to this, women specifically working on growing their business to five to 10K k months, and really finding freedom outside of their nine to five. So that is where I'm at now.
0: Uh, Thanks for sharing that all with me. And yeah, you absolutely kill it with the hormonal side of things. I, for my audience to know, I worked with Bailey over the summer as I was regulating my hormones. And I just want to let you guys all know that I am Pretty much regulated, and my cystic acne is like gone. So thank you, Bailey. Um, but yeah, and and so and the reason why I really wanted you to come on this podcast, podcast Bailey, is because there's something that I see different in like not just your content, but how you share your life on social media and a lot of that comes through you're almost able to live this life of taking days off, reading fun books, like you have hobbies and things outside of your business. And something that's almost I feel like not right re- regular for a lot of business owners is being able to take time doing so and and doing that. And so it's very inspiring because my core value and my brand is really built around striving satisfied that's literally like this podcast is really big into like enjoying business and enjoying the journey of business and striving satisfied while stepping into that role of being a ceo in your business and what i've really just noticed with you is that's something that you do and um i i just wanted to to mention how amazing that is and so What to you feels almost like you're able to step into this? Why or how are you able to do this? As obviously you run two companies and you are a busy bee. Of
1: course. And I absolutely
0: love this question. And
1: a big uh, thing, I guess, I want the audience to really reflect on is why did you start your business to work more hours than your nine to five? Or to work the same hours as your nine to five. I think most people do create their business for that freedom sense. And like you mentioned, a lot of business owners, especially like some of the quote unquote bigger business owners, they have absolutely no free time and they're working their asses off 24 7. And for me, like I don't, I didn't want to have a business where I'm working all the time. Like when I grew up, like I hated working. I loved my free time. I loved, like you said, like, reading my fantasy books and doing yoga and just like laying and relaxing. So I think a big drive for me is the fact that like, I don't want to be working all the time. So how I kind of came to having this lifestyle is I'm all about simplicity and working smarter and not harder. And both my businesses, like if I find something that works for one of my businesses, I just literally copy it for my other business. Like for example, if I post a piece of content, like let's say I post a carousel, I'll literally copy it in Canva and just change the words and the colors and I'll post it to my other account. Or if I like do something to sell on my stories, I'll just copy and paste and plug in different messaging for my business account. And for me, it's really just being very focused. So I would say now when I say I work four to five hour days, I don't want to get it twisted that if you're a beginner and you're starting off in your business, I know you preach on this too Arden, like you can't expect just to have these like three or four hour days I almost want to say I kind of like earned it and deserved it. Like I've done the work to be able to do that now. So if you're starting off, you may not be able to necessarily work for three or four hour days, but I really do work on average. Like I would say, I mean, it really depends on the day and what I'm trying to scale to, but let's say on average four to five hours a day, I'm very productive in those hours. So I make sure I'm working during the times of the day. I'm most productive, which is usually later morning, no distractions, no scrolling because in those three to four, Four hours, I will get so much done. I will get done just as much as someone who's working an eight hour day, but they have a million distractions and they're doing a million different things. So it's really like working smarter, not harder, being very productive, using my time wisely. And then every single day I have three things that I have to check off. And I literally write it in my agenda. I mean, I know people aren't seeing this video, but I could literally show you. I write a C, an S, and an E. C is for posting content. S is for selling on my stories or selling in some other capacity. And then E is expanding my business. If that's a podcast, DM outreach, like I don't do Facebook groups really anymore, but that was like maybe Facebook groups. So finding a way to expand my business. And I just try to get those three things done for both my businesses in a span of four hours. And then I'm, I'm pretty much golden. It's not always perfect, but it's really just having really good time management, being very productive and doing the actions that get your business moving forward. Whereas like when I first started, I would spend a lot of time dilly-dallying, scrolling, like looking for ideas, quote unquote on reels and scrolling for like 30 minutes. Um, I'm not sure if you use this with your clients, but like I, when I first started in my business, I was huge on tracking leads and it did use up a lot of my time, but personally now in my business, I don't track leads anymore. Once I stopped, I really did see, I had a lot more space and time to do things that brought in more money into my business. So that was another thing that once I dropped it, opened up more time for me to get other stuff that got the ball moving. Mm,
0: I love the CSE. I'm the same way. So I have my three non-negotiables and it's literally those things. It's posting content, launching on my story. um, And then in the content, it's like on Instagram, on Facebook and on TikTok. So those are like, that's like the the chunk of content. Launching on story. And then um, usually it's like, some sort of like DMing either my own followers or doing some soft outreach. And usually the way I do soft outreach outreach is so much easier than I feel like any other business coach who's taught like cold DMs before is I literally just look at my suggested friends. And if I find someone that I'm like, oh my God, we have so many mutual friends. Why haven't we connected? I'll watch their stories and see if I could connect with them. And that's literally how I do my outreach. Um, and then I also will do things like, I think I get a lot of referrals, a lot of like people who just enter my world through my own clientele. So then the other thing that I have that's like a non-negotiable kind of as well, I guess, would be like following up and like talking to my clients. Um, But yeah, I agree. Ever since I let go of sales calls, I don't do sales calls anymore. And I don't really track my hot leads, but I do put people who have inquired about my coaching in my general folder in Instagram. Um, Mm -hmm. That's kind of hard in Facebook because like in Facebook, I get people who message out to me, message out, message me. (laughs) a lot um but yeah it's like you all of a sudden start to just like work smarter um and I think kind of what you said around like the dilly-daddling I am so just like almost like there's no more squirrel art in like there used to be because once you have that checklist, it's almost like you don't want to do anything except that checklist, not to get it done, but because when you're in a vibe of actually enjoying your business and having fun and not expecting a specific outcome and not trying to work for quote unquote more or to get to the next level, but you're actually just doing it because you enjoy it. It's actually easier, I think, to stay focused. It's easier to like feel feel good about it you get more content ideas it flows easier like I almost get into a flow state and I don't know you can like tell me if you feel it feel this way too but like I get into such a flow state when I'm checking all of my boxes quote-unquote not as much autopilot but because I enjoy it and then I'm like oh my god this is a good content idea and and it almost like you don't even want to do the dilly-daddling because you're having fun with what you're doing outside of that does that make sense?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: And I totally agree. And I think once
1: you find those things that like really work for you and do bring in clients and money, like of course I want to do those things because they're going to get me sales. And who doesn't like making sales? So like that for sure is motivation for me to do it. But yeah, I for sure get in a flow state when I just have that easy checklist to to go off and check things off on. And even to making space for your hobbies. that's maybe you don't have any hobbies maybe that's learning a hobby like next week I'm signing up for a pole dancing class like I want to learn how to pole dance like no offense I don't want to really be a stripper so that's not why I'm learning (laughs) but I'm just learning to pole dance because I think it's fun so like finding some kind of fun hobby that's reading or dancing or whatever and pouring more energy into those hobbies too will give you more energy back to your business because you're not burning yourself out.
0: That's huge. And also, can we talk about any single time I feel like I do a hobby or I meet new people? I'm always meeting someone who's like, oh, like I need a business coach or I know someone who needs a business coach. Like the other day I went to a, a coffee shop and I was having so much fun building out an email sequence. Like I was literally on my computer typing like hee. like it was so goofy. <laughs> And this girl next to me, just, like, looking over. And she finally looks at me and she goes, what do you do? And she's like, you're having so much fun with what you do. And, of course, I, I like, literally, it was... It was just like such an activating email sequence. <laughs> um, so, of course, I'm like activated and she could feel it. And I was like, oh, I'm a business coach. And she goes, oh, my God, I'm like just trying to get my Etsy account started. Like, can we book a one-on-one call? And it was like literally just like me going to a coffee shop for a couple hours. Boom. There's like, you know, money in my pocket. And so I think sometimes, too, it's like having that trust and that faith. That like you can actually expand outside of just doing work all day at home. Um, and, and trying to focus on, on like the busy work, right? Um, DMing people and feeling like you have to post three times a day. And instead of doing all of those things so hard and so ham and doing more of it, sometimes it's not about doing more. It's about doing things that are good for you and like people actually enjoy like I think this is the biggest thing about a business coach too like it doesn't turn me on when I see a business coach who's working all the time and I don't think that turns anybody on right it's the same thing with like I I don't know for me like I don't get turned on by a fitness coach who's eating and restricting themselves all the time, right? Yep. They're like, you have to eat, if, if there was a fitness coach saying like, you have to eat 900 calories a day to look like me, I wouldn't be as turned on versus a fitness coach who was like, hey, like I can eat my favorite foods and still look this way, right? So it's the same thing with business coaching. Why did we step into it? For financial freedom, like not to work tons and tons of hours to make these hundred K months. And so, yeah, I totally agree with what you said there.
1: Yes, exactly. So I just want to mention kind of from what you said, too, is even identifying like what's your version of financial freedom? Like for some people, like maybe you're a stay at home mom and you have the income of your husband, maybe financial freedom too is making like 3K a month. And for you, like that gives you the freedom to do what you want to do. Or maybe hire like an, like a little side nanny to help take care of your children. Or maybe that's 5K months, 10K months. Maybe that is 20K months. But like, it's not always, I think it's always like striving for more and more and more and not like keeping the big picture in mind. And like why you even started your business is when people get in this big, like I got to grind for like 50K months right now. And they stress themselves out doing a million things every single day.
0: Oh, exactly. And like, I don't want to sit here and say like, there's days that I do work eight hours. There's days that I do work 10 hours. Right. Um, but it's always from a place of like, because I want to do it. And I know people always say like, you don't, you don't always feel like you want to do your business. But when you reach this point of like having no expectations and no outcome that, that is like extravagant and you're kind of just like, I just like what I'm doing. Like it's almost like, un- it's, it's almost uncomfortable not doing it, right? So like for, it's like going to the gym, right? Like in the gym, you could want to squat 185 pounds, but that could take years if you're like me, who's, you know, 100 pounds, right? Like it's going to take a long time for me to get to that point. But am I going to not go to the gym? Are there days that I don't want to squat? Eh, yeah, but like if I keep in mind, like if I squat, I'm going to hit 185 one day, but I don't even like think, I guess like what I'm trying to say, <laughs> I feel like I just almost like condescended myself, but that's the beauty of like, let's hold a duality here, right? It's almost like, yeah, like, but you kind of want to do it anyway because you know that you're going to like get to that point, but you're not so attached to the outcome that it's like um almost detrimental to to you. Does that make sense? So you start to have fun with it, right? Yes. Yeah.
1: Exactly makes total
0: sense. Okay. Cause I feel like I just definitely said 17 things in one. No, you made sense. <laughs> I, I understand. Um, but yeah, so I think that's the other thing is like sometimes like those eight or ten or more than two to three hour days of working are actually pushing you towards the long term goal that you desire. And so um as much as I think that people want those two to three hour days every day, you can have that. But also, depending on your goals, if you do want 20, 30K months, there will, be ha- there will have to be moments, especially in the beginning of your business, where you're going to have to learn and put in effort and energy to do so. Um, so yeah, so what would you say right now, um, based off of like where your clients are at in business, do they also do the CSE or how do you support them with like just being more intentional in their work? 100%. So they do do the CSC
1: because I really think I mean you kind of said you did something very similar like those are actions that are for sure going to get your business moving forward. And I know something you said too of it's not always doing more but refining what you're currently doing. So like maybe maybe you can only post once a day. Maybe that's what you have the time for, but making sure that one post you post has all the things you need to have your content like do the selling for you, or the messaging on your stories is really good. So, a lot of what I do with my clients is simplifying what they're doing in the day, but also refining what they're doing in the day, and then creating the lifestyle that works for you. In the sense, um, if I forgot to bring this up earlier, but if you're a woman, you could even go with the four phases of your cycle. Like when I have more energy in my follicular phase and ovulation phase, so like the first half, like right after you have your period. Um, I have a lot more energy. Like yesterday, I worked pretty much all day long because I wanted to. I didn't have to. I marked up everything on my checklist and I was just like, woo, like I'm in the flow because I'm in my follicular phase. But when I do get like before my period when I'm more tired, more like feeling more lazy, I do like take advantage of having shorter days, but the more work I put put in in my follicular phase kind of like rolls over to my luteal phase. So really just making a schedule that works for you right now currently um, I used to do kind of like four hour days on average, but now I'm taking one day a week where I'm off Monday through Friday. And the other days I am working more than four hours because I am taking that one day off. If that makes sense, but really just making a schedule that works for you, refining what you're doing and also working smarter, not harder, really finding pockets of time. You can be super, super productive doing the actions that will get your business forward versus just like dilly dallying.
0: Mm, I totally agree. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for that. And yeah, I I even think about it this way. Like this past weekend, I literally took a trip to Tampa. And it makes me laugh because I'm like, um, Tampa, Florida. And I literally just got on a two and a half hour flight, visited a friend, got there Friday, left Monday early morning, got back here and I worked. And I'm just I just laughed because First off, it didn't even really make a dent in my bank account, but I was able to just live my life this weekend. And I think that's the beauty of like a business coach who preaches financial freedom is like I like being able to do and have these experiences. And a lot of people start their business for that reason. And exactly what you mean when you take that day off is like you get to now have those experiences that. A lot of people who start a business and grind and grind and grind thinking they just need more don't get to have. And for me, when I ran my first company, my fitness company, I was making 30 to 40 to 50 K months. But something that really hurts and is still, I still hold on to very strongly is July, 2021. I did over a hundred hours of sales calls and That month, I was supposed to go on vacation with my boyfriend's family, but I didn't because business was just doing really well. So I skipped out on this big family vacation and not even seven months later, his mother passed away. And that would have been the last time, and I was very, very close with her. And that would have been the last time I would get to actually spend time with her. But I chose to do the sales calls. I chose to do the business. I chose not to let my foot off the gas. And it's almost those moments of when I look back at 23, 24 years old, 25 years old, I was growing this company, but I wasn't able to live my life. I wasn't able to build those relationships. I didn't have that or give myself that financial freedom because I thought that I just needed more all the time. And so, yeah, so that's something that I've learned and that's exactly why I strive satisfied now because to me, it's not about working more. It's about working intentionally and doing like what's right for you and your business and you don't have to be this multi-multi-multi-millionaire CEO, you could potentially and possibly even get to that point by working two to three hours a day, I have no doubts, but I also believe that there's a part of being able to actually live your life, especially because the online industry is new and we have millionaires at ages 20, 25, right? It wasn't always like that, right? Right. 50-year-olds were millionaires, so they got to live their 20s out before they became millionaires, right? And so it's almost like being able to actually recognize that, like, sometimes it, it is worth it to to hold off a little bit and slow down so you can live your life um, up until that point. Yeah. Exactly. Amen. Amen. <laughs> So um, Bailey, what is one thing that you would suggest to my audience to continue to strive satisfied and actually enjoy their business and have that freedom that they desire in business? What is one actionable thing that you would suggest to them to do?
1: I would say to whip out a journal and write down like all of your hobbies that that make you really happy. And maybe you don't have any. and Maybe this is a great place of like, what are some new things? I can try and then literally write out like your dream lifestyle, why you became a business owner, and then how you can take like your dream lifestyle and what you're doing now and try to mesh them together, even if it's just a little bit to really step into that dream lifestyle you wanted when you started your business. And I know this is a second thing, but really like, how can you not do more, but just refine what you're doing? Because you probably like, even me, my content probably could always be better. It's always, it always could be better. My messaging could always be better. Um, one thing I'm really bad at is email sequences. I like, get so lazy. That could be better. Just funny because you mentioned it. So, how can you refine? And then, how can you try to incorporate your dream lifestyle into what you're doing right now?
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah, that's huge. Um, so, thanks for sharing that with me. And I think that one one thing that you can even think about too when it comes to incorporating your dream lifestyle is like even for me when I went to Tampa one, one thing that I did is I like shared that I was at Tampa and still making sales. Right. So it's just those moments of like being able to show that like you have the desired outcome that your client wants. So that's, that's huge. And that's super important. So thanks so much for hopping on. Thanks for sharing all of your advice. I know my audience is going to love it. Where can they find you on social medias?
1: Of course. So
0: I have two Instagrams. One is Biz by Bailey, and then
1: one is Strong by Bailey Allison. And then I also have a podcast called It's Bailey, which Arden's going to be on too. So make sure to catch our episode.
0: I can't wait! Awesome, thank you, and I'll make sure to link your names in the show notes as well. All right.